This Shabbat night and tomorrow is a special, special Shabbat. It would ordinarily be a special Shabbat because as the second Shabbat before Passover, two Shabbatot before Passover, always has a special name called the Shabbat of the month, Ha-Chodesh, Ha-Chodesh, the month. The name given to that particular Shabbat to signify that we'll read tomorrow morning in synagogue about the first commandment given to the collective people of Israel, the collective called Am Yisrael, which was HaChodesh, this month is for you, Rosh Chodeshim. This is the month, the first of all the months. And the way the tradition understands that is that Moses came to a people who had no time because they were slaves and gave them the gift of time. You will be the owners of time. You'll be participants in your own time allocation. To be a free person is to have some say over how your time is used. And so, Achodesh Azelachem, chapter 12 of the book of Exodus, verse 2, is what we'll read tomorrow morning in the name of Shabbat that tells us about the new month and the power of making a new month, what's called Kiddush Levana, to sanctify the new moon happens to juxtapose, it happens to coincide tomorrow with not only Shabbat, which always it does, but with Rosh Chodesh. The very thing it announces in chapter 12 will be enacted tomorrow morning. It is the new month. And so Shabbat is special. It's an amplification of chapter 12 of the book of Exodus, an amplification of the energies and the technology and the insight and the wisdom of Kiddush Levana, of sanctifying the new moon. And of course, having new moon on Shabbat, which of course it isn't always on Shabbat, brings us into a conversation with the Kiddushah of Shabbat, these two holinesses. The holiness of Shabbat and the holiness of the new moon, and by extension, all holidays, which are determined from the new moon sighting. The great chief rabbi of Palestine, the first one of Cook, writes about these two different energies. He says, the energy of Shabbat is an energy called by the sages, Kiddushata, Kiddusha, Kiddusha Kaima. Shabbat is the energy of being established, meaning, whether you like it or not, whether you do anything or not, whether you lift a finger and light a candle or not, if you're alone in the desert, if all of the Jewish people cease to exist, God forbid, there would still be the holiness of Shabbat. The holiness of Shabbat is a holiness that inheres in creation. It is a renewal of the cycle of of creative activity and of birth and rebirth. Kiddushat Shabbat is independent of the Jewish people, even if it was given to us. It's bigger than us. It's universal. It's all people everywhere, every land, every time. Shabbat happens no matter what. It's Shabbat. But the renewal of the moon, the new moon, the new moon, says Rav Kook, and all the holidays that are unique to our story, our Passover story, our Shavuot story, all of the unique features of Jewish civilization and culture, all of those pieces are dependent upon the lunar sighting 
And if all of the Jews of the world were to cease to exist, says Rav Kook, God forbid, there would be no one to sight the moon. And there would be no Jewish holidays. We see that reflected in the blessing made on Kiddush. When we sanctify wine on both of these days, tonight as we are about to make Kiddush over the wine, I'll say, and we'll say together, Mikadesh Shabbat, you God are the one who sanctifies Shabbat. But when we make the same blessing over the holidays, whether it's Passover, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, we say, Mikadesh Yisrael, Manim, who sanctifies not the holidays, but we who sanctify the holidays. Look at us. Nice going. We're good like that. It's up to us. It's alluded to in the words of chapter 12, verse 2. It says, Hachodesh Hazed, this new month, Lachem, it is for you. Say the rabbis attracted Rosh Hashanah, Masechet Rosh Hashanah, Lachem Nitna, it was given to you, Lekadeshet Alevana. It was given to you. You are the ones, if you sight the moon, it's Rosh Chodesh, it's the new month. If you don't sight the moon, no new moon. These two holinesses, one that is Kitshava Kaima, that is always there, ever present, independent of your effort, independent of your agency, independent of your circumstances, your conditions, and this other holiness, which is completely and utterly dependent on your choices. It reflects, I think, a reality that all of us live with each and every day. There are some things that we don't have to think about, they're always there. Some things that we never had to worry whether or not if we closed our eyes and we took our foot off the gas pedal, it would still be happening. There are so many things about relationships and institutions that we assumed day in and day out, no matter what, the sun would come and so would they. So many things about Kiddushat Shabbat reflect the reality of a world that we come to trust is a given. It's a priori. You can go to bed at night and trust that the next morning you won't be a fly like in Kafka's story. You can assume, and it won't make you an idiot. It will show and reflect your deep trust in a world that goes by itself. And then, of course, there's the holiness of our own agency, our own efforts, our own power. It's not hard to imagine how important it is for us to be agentic, to take it upon ourselves, to do it, to be effortful. And isn't it odd that in a year like this, when things are beginning to open up, Shabbat and its energies of givenness meet the intensity of a double emphasis on lunar on our own agency, as if to say that which was once Shabbat is now Lachem. As if to say those things that you took for granted and those things that you did justifiably trust in, they need you now. As if to say that even if there is such a thing as the holiness that no matter what we do, that intrinsic, inherent divinity in each and every human being that can never be erased, can never be effaced because it's a trace of that one face, that too will never ever go away, but we must make sure that lachem, that we witness, 
that we bring that new moon energy, that we bring that agentic power, that partnership. The greatest sin, say the rabbis, the greatest sin is to believe that the moon will never renew herself again. That's why we were given that power. As if to say each and every month we get to go out and see a moon that is no longer visible and then we get to stand there and say, we believe with perfect faith that that moon that was, was there in the sky is no longer there, but we are beginning to see it. We haven't given up on it. It will be renewed. And it won't be renewed though without us. We will renew it. We will renew it. The things that we assumed require our energies, our dedication. The things that we took for granted require our appreciation and our steadfast diligence to make sure that, that they keep going. Maybe we in the West fell asleep and assumed that just because democracy was spreading that okay, it'll keep going. It's the way of it, right? We don't go backwards. How many people heard in the first couple of weeks of the Russian invasion where are we? What decade are we in? Yeah, just because it started like a flywheel, it'll keep going, right? How many of us are like that in so many areas of our lives? But then COVID came. Just to go to the grocery was lachem. It was up to you. It wasn't a given just to get water, just to get you name it. And we became appreciative of those things that we thought were always Shabbat-like. They're always going to be there. Close our eyes, but lachem, it's on you. Ask a pastor, a minister, a rabbi in New York or in Minneapolis or in Florida or in Buenos Aires. Synagogues and churches and mosques and places where people came over and over again, week in and week out, where they came for their Shabbat literally and figuratively. They could close their eyes, the rabbis would be there for them, the pastor would be there for them, the minister would be there for them, their friends would be there for them. And over COVID, the diminution of that, but still it was rebuilt with Zoom and all manner of other things. And how many people told us, we can't wait to be back together again, we can't wait to be back together again. But the assumption, of course, is that it'll always be there. You don't have to come. You'll come when you're ready. You'll come when you could fill it in. People will come. We had 400 people in here on Purim night. I love each and every one of you that are here tonight. But we're about 275 shorts, probably, or maybe 300. Lachem, it's on us. I'm not speaking here about people who are afraid to come. I'm talking about people who think, oh, now that a Zoom, it's like Shabbat. Zoom is the new Shabbat. And I love Zoomers. Like if you're far away, like Ilana Klugman, who's right here in the second row, makes sense. You can't do Romo through Zoom. But we're not going to rebuild unless we take it upon ourselves. And that goes across the board, not in synagogues. Across the board. Hachodesh azed lachem, it's up to you. And this is a strong, strong shout-out. A strong shout-out. Because Rosh Chodesh Nisan is the beginning of the month of miracles. 
And in the month of miracles, which is where we have Pesach, we have a tradition, of course, that it's like the high holidays. The new year is both in Nisan and in Tishrei, both this moment and also in Tishrei. And I would say that maybe Hachodesh Azelachem also means renewal is up to you. That if you don't believe that it's possible to renew, that in some profound way, this is an abnegation. It's a rejection of the fundamental principle of Jewish existence. We are the people of the moon. We are fundamentally, as our tradition says, associated with its renewal, its ebbs, and its flows. And so this Shabbat, as we enter into the miracle of Chodesh Nisan, the miracle of a month that reminds us of liberation that many thought was impossible, perhaps also we might dedicate ourselves to interrogating where it is in our lives where we might add more of our lachem, more of our effort, more of our it's up to us, more of our we can do it, in order to build back the world that we'd like to see and in order to really unify Shabbat and the holidays. May it be so. I invite you to please rise.